Welcome to Stateside F1. I'm Joe Leonardo. Yeah. That man making the car noises is Andrew Berger. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all, indeed. And we are talking hot or not Formula One style. But first, before we get started, we want to take a second to talk about our analytics. Andrew, what do you think when you think about who listens to this show? I think of the Netherlands. The Dutch. We have one listener in the Netherlands, and we are very curious about who this person might be. I think I know Max Verstappen. It's got to be Max Verstappen. Who else can it be? Without a doubt. He goes home to the Netherlands after every race to listen to our uh, podcast. If it's not Max Verstappen, we want to know who you are. So person who's in the Netherlands, please reach out to us. DM us on Instagram at statesidef1. We have a TikTok now, which is I, we've been like whoa making memes and stuff, and the first one got some love. Hey man, so hit it up. We're pretty funny guys. I think that one's at Stateside F One Podcast, but check it out. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, show notes for everything. Anyways, person in the Netherlands, whoever you are, we love you. Yes, <laughs> because you listen to us, and we want to know who you are, and we want to talk to you, and if you want to be on the show and do predictions or talk to us, you can. We are here for you. We are here for you, and hopefully you are here for us. And with that, let's just get to some news. Yes. Jury Vips, Formula 2 driver. Ooh. Suspended from Red Bull for an obvious reason. If we were doing hot or not for him, he would be a hard not. He would be a hard not. Yeah, he was on a stream and he said basically a racial slur. And I think he was actually caught before saying anti-LGBTQ stuff regarding a hat. I don't know how true that one is. Just coming off of Pride Weekend, too? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Good move by Red Bull. Totally. I was actually pretty impressed with Red Bull's speed with uh, shutting this down. Yeah, People were actually saying maybe it was too fast. I was like, no, it's, there's no investigation. No. Sometimes they're like, we need to investigate this matter. There's an investigation happening. What's the investigation? It's out in the open. And their response was timely. Yeah. No, if someone, you said racial slurs and it's just unprofessional and that's, uh, you know, you have to suffer the consequences. It's, it's life. Sorry. Let me read Red Bull's statement. Please. Red Bull Racing has suspended jury VIPs from all team duties with immediate effect. Pending an investigation into the incident. So I guess they are saying pending an investigation, which there is no investigation. It's just open and shut. Agreed. The team said in a statement posted on Twitter, as an organization, we condemn abuse of any kind and have a zero tolerance policy to racist language or behaviors within our organization. Uh, just the right move on their part. Yeah, nothing more to say on that. I haven't seen Jury Vips race, so I can't say if it's a big loss to the team or to the Formula 2. But I imagine if he's connected to Red Bull, then he must be uh, he must be a high prospect for a future Red Bull driver, Alpha Tauri driver. Must be somewhat talented. The thing is, it's not like he's the only cow in the barn. I don't know if that's an actual phrase. Hundreds of people want to be Formula One, Formula Two, Formula Three drivers. You know, there's millions of Carters. It's it's not a big loss. They'll find someone else. 
with actions like this, sponsors won't want to touch jury vips. So best just cut off the tumor. Yes. Also, Formula One's trying to expand, trying to gain more viewers. They're not going to be helped by someone saying offensive stuff. All right, on to the next thing. Lewis Hamilton responds to the Roe v. Wade decision, uh, the Supreme Court decision. Yeah. Uh, Just a lot of bad news coming out. Um, But Lewis Hamilton's response here, I'll read it. I don't understand why some in power pushed and continue to push to strip rights away from millions of people. This decision will impact the most vulnerable among us, women, people of color, members of the LGBTQIA plus community, and so on. I mean, Lewis Hamilton is just regarded as, A, one of the best Formula One drivers, and I feel like he has that LeBron James energy where he is an advocate, he's outspoken, great role model, and I feel like more drivers should come out with statements because, you know, what's happening here in the States is kind of monumental and big, and a lot of people are horrified. Yeah, it's earth-shattering. There were 13 states in the United States that had their laws and legislation uh, organized in a way that if Roe v. Wade was abolished, then abortion would become automatically illegal in those states. Those are the trigger laws. When Roe v. Wade was overturned, a lot of states reverted back to like old laws from like the 1800s. So this is just a... It's it's just bad. It's just bad news. It's like reading the Bible, literally. Yeah. How these people are reading the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. And Lewis Hamilton, you know, he's he's involved in American politics. He, uh, Michelle Obama gave him a big hug at the Miami Grand Prix. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> That's something. Yes, yes. That means Lewis Hamilton has sway on Barack Obama's policy, even though he is no longer president. As much as we wish he still was. <laughs> All right, onward. Onward. We move onward. We move forward. Let's talk about how the 2022 season for Formula One has been one of its highly rated seasons ever, right? Wasn't that a thing? Yeah, ratings are up 131%. Ratings are huge. That's fantastic. They're hoping to get more fans like us from the U.S. to come to races, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. They're really trying their best to expand, you know, and they're also doing some climate initiative stuff, too. Uh, Apparently, Formula One also says they'll be carbon neutral in their broadcast by 2030, which means they'll try to receive the Albert certification. This post was liked by Sebastian Vettel. (laughs) He doesn't think it's going to happen, right? He thinks that Formula One will still have some level of uh, internal combustion engine because Formula E is already the all-carbon-neutral electric racing series. So for Formula One to kind of take that over would be a uh, conflict of interest because they're both uh, FIA-sanctioned racing leagues, I believe. So we'll have to see what... That's interesting. I wonder what's going to happen with that because I can see them, let's say decades in the future, melding into one. Well, that's the thing. Then maybe Formula One would swallow up Formula E and the drivers would just be absorbed, which I would be a big fan of because then there'd be a 40 cars on the track. That would be insane. Formula E... There's parts of it that I don't like at all. Apparently, there's some sort of 
like fans thing uh, the they fan can boost. do for the fan boost where they can vote to give extra horsepower or was it extra uh, kilowatts to a certain driver? Yeah. And I think that's easily corruptible. I think it's, it is kind of corny. It's very corny. Also there's strips that you hit on the track and it will affect your kilowatts and all that stuff. I, I, I don't, it feels like it's a video game more than a sport. I guess video games are sports now, but you're right. Corny is the best word to put it. And I'm going to try to make a Formula E Grand Prix sometime soon. There's one in New York City happening in a couple weeks. Yes. Maybe I'll go to that. But I don't know. Right now, Formula E just feels very gimmicky. So I went to the race before the pandemic and I enjoyed myself. I thought it was fun. It was uh so they had like the infield where you were able to look at all the brands, like like they had like the BMW i cars, like their electric vehicles. They had the Porsche uh, e cars. So it was before the Porsche Taycan came out, but they had a model of it. And then they had like you know, obviously the reason to go racing is to sell cars. That's what um, I think Henry Ford the second was his name. He uh, he ran Ford. Well, Formula One itself was started to sell cars. Right, right. So, yeah. Anyways, racing was made to sell cars. Yeah. I I do feel like right now with Formula E, it's more about awareness of green technology than it is about the sport of racing. And I'm 100% cool with that. That's fine. When the technology advances enough where it sheds its gimmickiness, that's going to be cool, and I'm going to be right there with it. So I'm cheering Formula E on right now, even though I think it's a little corny and a little gimmicky, but I see the potential and I see where it's going to go. And I still think drivers from Formula E can move to Formula 2, can eventually get to Formula 1. It's still, it still is racing. Yeah, I mean, everyone's vying for that F1 seat. There's uh, a lot of drivers now who, if they can't get to Formula 1, they'll... Uh to go to America to join the IndyCar racing series because IndyCar is somewhat similar to Formula One. They're actually going faster in those cars and they're harder to drive. Mm. So it makes you wonder which series is really the pinnacle of motorsport. Is it the bourgeois Europeans or the throw me in something with a V8 engine and I'll take it around the track? On that note, let's <laughs> move to Hot or Not. As promised, last week, we randomly talked about starting a hot or not for Formula One. It is an off week this week. So let's start. Let's pick our hots and then pick our nots. I said the man that likes everything, Pierre Gasly. He seems like he's just a nice guy. I saw him sign an autograph for a little kid. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. And he doesn't seem to have any enemies on the grid. He seems to laugh at himself, too. The whole Instagram liked by Pierre Gasly thing and people kind of make fun of him for it. And he was wearing a T-shirt that said liked by Pierre Gasly once. Oh, so there you go. So he's aware and he plays along. And to me, that's very attractive. So, yeah, you know, I throw that in hot. He's just this. Maybe it's just because he doesn't get this um, that much press, but he just seems like he puts his head down and he wants to race. He doesn't. uh, He's not in it for the glamour. He's not. He's just there to do his job. Good choice. Good choice. What about you? For my hot, I choose 
Valtteri Bottas. Ooh. He's got the some Alpha cheeks. Romeo himself. Oh, I see you what like you that did little there. Pun there. I like um, that you've been working on that all day. I literally wrote down, I was going to write down Alpha Romeo, and then I wrote, I accidentally spelled Romeo, and I was like, the Lord gave me this pun. Ooh. <laughs> I got to use it to the nth degree then. <laughs> um, ultimate teammate. I feel like him and Louis Hammy were a great one too, and he understood he was the two, and he's super humble. He seems like a very humble dude. Maybe it's because he's Finnish. I don't know. Apparently, people from Finland don't believe in anything besides being humble. They have like a word for it. I can't remember. I'll throw it in the show notes. Oh, yeah. I did hear about that. Yeah. yeah, Being humble is. Um, He's a veteran. Come on. He is? Well, everybody in Finland has to serve in the army. (laughs) But but Uh that's technically counts. He's technically a veteran. Maybe it's a forced veteran but a veteran nonetheless it's like what they do in israel like after high school you have to serve like two or three years in the army yeah portugal's the same way my family's portuguese uh my grandfather had to serve because i don't know if it's like that now but at his time it was like that got you also mr Butas likes punk rock and by punk rock he means the offspring so to me adorable adorable equal hot oh so that's my pick for hot as a fan of punk rock, that, wow. Maybe I should take his spot if he can't race one weekend. I feel like as him being a fan of the offspring, Formula One racing might not be as hard as I think it is. <laughs> Let's move on to the knots. Who do you choose? You know. I believe we both have the same choice on this one, so we can say it at the same time on the count of three. All right. One, two, three. Lance Stroll. Yeah. Aston Martin. Sorry, my man. Sorry, my boy. Sir Lance a lot is not getting the love from us. Sir Lance a not. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, we all, I'm not going to say we all, I'll say me. I believe he's in Formula One because of Lawrence Stroll, because of his dad. A lot of people agree with me. He was banned from Formula 3 for being too reckless. That's some chode behavior, if you ask me. Oh, dude, that's just downright shameful. And he jumped from F3 to F1. Fine, if you're super talented. But I feel like getting banned from Formula 3 and then jumping into Formula 1 feels like straight nepotism because you have a billionaire dad. Anyways, I don't want to talk too much crapola on Lance Stroll. But those are my 15 cents. I didn't realize he was banned. I did hear in like Euro Formula and other series, he was actually very good. But maybe he did need some extra time to, you know, to round out his skills and maturity as a driver. And I think now he's just kind of in this rut of, I guess I'm in Formula One and... I think to a degree also his seat might not be as worth it to him as it is to other drivers. Like a lot of drivers on the field had to earn their spot and prove their worth. Like, I mean, Lewis Hamilton, yeah, he was signed by McLaren Mercedes when he was 13 or 14. But in order for him to get that, he had to prove his worth as a driver on the kart tracks and then through the Super Formula and the other Formula series he was in. Because the hardest thing in Formula 1 and in, dri- and in racing in general 
is not just getting the seed. It's keeping the seed. Exactly. And I feel like he has it a lot easier than others in regards to keeping the seat. It's easy to keep your seat when your dad owns the company. Right. That's the thing. (laughs) You know what I mean? In the next couple of years, it's going to come to the point where Lance may have to give his seat up. The new driver market's going to get kind of big. I mean, Nick DeVries is the biggest one. I heard he might be on loan next year to another team. Mm. I think it might be Haas or Alfa Romeo. I I don't know. I don't want to stir up anything because that might not be real. But I did hear he might be on loan to another team. And he's the next heir to Formula One, apparently. Anyways, on that note, let's move on to our fire questioning round. Who would be the most chivalrous? Charles Leclerc. Ooh. Leclerc would take you to dinner and he would he would push your chair in and pull it out for you. I see that. Who would split the bill? Yuki Tsunoda. Ooh, I was going to say Verstappen. I feel like oh, Max would be like... That's a better one. We're paying half. And he'd, he'd throw some stuff like, don't you want to pay half? In a bad faith argument. You know what I mean? Uh, he would be more like, yeah, I'm trying to be a feminist here. Yeah, but like, just because he doesn't want to pay. Who would play guitar or write a song about you on the first date? Pierre Gasly. Ooh, I'd say Danny, uh, Dan Ricardo, Daniel Ricardo. Oh, yeah, because he does play guitar, too. He does, yeah. Oh, man. It would be like a, it would be a goofy country song, though. Yeah, it would be a song about Colorado or something, or Montana. Oh, yeah, didn't he just post on Instagram that he's at the same place where Botas took those pictures? <laughs> he said trying to find Botas. That's so funny. Uh, who would ghost you? Who would ghost me? Probably Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, 100% Lewis Hamilton. He, he he ain't got time to deal with you if he doesn't want to be with you. Which no. You he, gotta he'd respect. say some like flowery language, like you are the world, you are my everything, da-da-da-da-da, and then he'd just dip. He'd disappear. Honestly, that kind of leads into the next question, too. Who is the biggest playboy? To me, that's Hamilton as well. It's got to be Hamilton, or it could be Lance Stroll almost. Lance, yeah, he'd say like, hey, I have access to my dad's yacht for the weekend. He's in a board meeting in Dubai or something. Yeah. But you see, I'd rather be Hamilton. I'd rather be Hamilton than be like, this is my daddy's. Yeah. Hamilton would pull like a, um, like what Jeter used to do. There's like rumors of Derek Jeter that he would like have a one night stand and then send the person off for a limo ride back home and in the limo would be a signed ball or something. No. <laughs> yeah. So there's so first of all, the balls already signed. So that means he has multiple signed balls that the driver just puts in the back seat. Wow. I don't know how true this story is, but it feels so true. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with it. That sounds like something a Yankee would do. Totally. Who is the biggest incel? Oh, Yuki. 100% agree, Yuki. He just has he has that energy. He's very quick to scream. Yeah, I mean, I mean, hey man, the man likes to game. If you're Formula 1 driving and gaming, those are your two things. That's power to him, man. Yeah. Last question, this will be a four-parter, part number 1. Uh what would a first date look like with Verstappen? 
See, I feel like a first date with him, you'd you'd you go for a walk in a city. I feel like a first date with Verstappen would be he would be in a simulator and be like, "Look how good I am." And then the girl would just be standing off to the side of the simulator, like, "Are we going to go out or do something?" He's like, "No, look." Look how good I am. And then he's like, all right, I'm ready to get out of the simulator. Then he gets out and he pops in like Call of Duty or FIFA. And then he's like, hey, watch me play FIFA online. Oh, man, he's the guy. It's like the meme where like you catch this girl trying to run away from this guy. And this guy's like explaining how a compressor works. (laughs) (laughs) An audio compressor for those (laughs) listening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or Because we're two audio engineers. We never mention it on the podcast, but <laughs> that's what we do. We're two audio engineers. That's why we're able to do this. True. All right, let's do a quick one. What would, uh, what would a first date look like with uh, Daniel Ricardo? I think it'd be a hike in Colorado. Yeah, agree to hike in, yeah, Colorado or Montana, somewhere with expansive sky in the United States. Yeah, and you would meet John Mayer because he lives in Mon. He's the only other person that lives in Montana. Also, I think David Letterman. Really? I think David Letterman owns like like seventy percent of Montana. I think he has like a ton of land out there. I mean, hey man, the land out there. I saw you could buy a town in Colorado for twenty seven thousand dollars. What? That can't be real. No, it, it wasn't a town. Sorry, it was like an obnoxious amount of land near some sand dunes or like near desert. Maybe. Imagine your crew is like Daniel Ricardo, John Mayer, and David Letterman. That's imagine that's the blunt rotation. Honestly, that sounds like a good time. That sounds like yeah, because think about it. Dan Ricardo, he plays music, and so does John Mayer, if you guys didn't know. And David Letterman's really into racing. He has a racing team, I think, for the Indy five hundred. He's for the Indy five hundred, yeah. Yeah. So I mean I think that's just a win for you, DR. All right, let's move on to predictions. Silverstone, July 4th weekend. My one, two, three is uh, Hamilton first, Verstappen second, and George third. So it'd be a Mercedes sandwich with some Red Bull in the middle. That is respectable. I have something close. I'm George Russell first, and I'm just giving it to him because let's let the boy get Silverstone. Let's get let him get Great Britain home turf. Huge confidence booster. Fourth in driver standing right now. So yeah, uh, number two Max Verstappen. Just because if not, this man's gonna win. So I'll give him second just because I don't want him to get first. Yeah. Third, I'm gonna say uh, Hammer Time himself, Lewis Hamilton. Yes. I I don't think he's 100% over the porpoising issue, but he's getting there, and I think he can hit third again. Yeah, I would love to see that. I I was watching recaps from last year's Silverstone where Hamilton lost his front left tire. That was, like, incredible. The last half a lap, like, if there's an extra... If they had one more lap, Verstappen would have passed Hamilton, but Hamilton brought it home like a legend. It is going to be crazy this weekend for Silverstone. On that note, let's wrap it up. Thank you for listening to Stateside F1. Please like, comment, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your sweet, sweet podcast content. Follow us on Instagram at Stateside F1. Hey, and also follow us on our new TikTok at 
Stateside F1 podcast. And feel free to message us, DM us, all that jazz. We will respond and follow you back. Thanks, everybody. Bye.